Hello, dear friends. You're welcome to a new episode on this English podcast. This is your regular host, Teacher D, sitting in from our studios in Shanghai. Today is Friday, December 31st, 2021. So, you know, today is the last day of the year and it's the last episode for this year. Our episode today is episode number 178. So, here goes by 2021 and here comes 2022. So it's an exciting day here in Shanghai and I think all of you out there are in festive mood. Uh, many of you are celebrating for Christians. Uh, I think you started celebrating on, on December 24th. Um, and for the rest of you all out there listening to this podcast, I wish you a very, very happy end of year and a more prosperous 2022 coming up from tomorrow. So, um, like I promised last in the last episode, we said we were going to continue with our series. And uh, I think many of you are waiting for this part of our series because the ongoing series is about job hunting. You all know that we've been on that series for the past three weeks. So um, today we're getting into a very important part of this series, which is um, dealing with the questions, the actual questions that you get to answer during an interview. So with all the excitement that uh, we have in the background, um, I have friends coming in very soon so that we can go out. And I know that many of you are very excited. Um, many of you are looking forward to count down later tonight uh, when we transition from 2021 to 2022. So I hope that you will still find time to listen to an English podcast. But I know that many of you have uh, regular listening time. Uh, there are some students who listen to this podcast late in the evenings before they go to bed. I know uh, my colleagues are uh, teachers who use this podcast as a teaching tool. Uh, sometimes they play the podcast in class and then ask students to, to react. Um, so we are not going to waste a lot of time. We're going to get straight into the content of today. And um, our content is looking at the actual questions that you get to face in an interview. Remember in the previous episode, we talked about how to prepare yourself for the interview. So if you have been called up to go to an interview, in the last episode, we discussed uh, the kind of preliminary things that you have to, uh, to do in order to put yourself in the right mood for interview. And then today we'll be looking at actual questions that you should prepare because remember, we, we talked about something like a mock interview. If you're able to organize a mock interview for yourself, it's, uh, it's something that can actually help you uh, uh, get ready for the interview. Because a lot of people take certain questions for granted. There are certain questions that many people consider uh, like it's easy. I think I can answer that question. And But the fact is, you probably cannot answer that question very well within a given time frame or 
the kind of answer that you usually give to that question is not what many um, employers expect of you. So that's why I, I think we will concentrate this episode on tackling those kind of questions. Um, unfortunately, we cannot really uh, list out and answer all questions that we'll be asked in an interview because it's impossible to know um, all the questions that employers are going to ask you. So the kind of questions we'll be dealing with, the kind of questions we'll be discussing, these are like standard questions, very common questions that you're likely to get um, in interviews. Of course, there are lots and lots of other questions that do not really, probably are very customized to the particular context in which you are working. So don't expect us to get into such questions, but you're welcome to send in a particular question that you think you have come across and you didn't know how to answer it. So a question that is probably limited to just your own context. If you have that kind of question and you're worried about that question showing up in your next interview and you not being able to answer it correctly, please, you can always send us a comments in the comments section of this podcast you can always send in um, a question a remark a contribution or you can email me and all of you out there know my email is f-writers at hotmail.com it's also my email is on this uh, on the page of this podcast so with that said we're going to look at the first very uh, the first very common question that you get in almost all interviews and it's also one of the questions that a lot of people take for granted that's that's what I'm going to begin with because uh, a lot of people think they can answer that question well which may be correct but in the context of a job interview there are things that the, the employer expects you to say when they ask you that question in fact it's not a question it's um, it's an affirmative statement the question goes the statement is tell me about yourself so you see it's not a question it's, it's an affirmative statement tell me about yourself and this this is something that a lot of people don't even spend time to think about to prepare an answer for because they're thinking uh, well tell me about yourself I think everybody believes they can talk about themselves right you think you can introduce yourself you can talk about you can answer basic questions about yourself people don't see that as a problem so many employers begin with that tell me about yourself um, there's another way to ask this question some employers say um, walk me through your resume let me say that again walk me through your resume why do they say that is because remember I told you before the employers uh, the, the interviewers before they come to the interview they actually have a copy of your CV right there in front of them so they have been reading they've been going through your CV every professional recruiter has been reading your CV and reading in between the lines so they know your CV very well so it sounds a little bit stupid like you have everything about me right there in front of you why ask me to talk about myself again this is probably what you are thinking this is probably what you are you're, you're saying to yourself you know 
inside you you're saying what why do they want me to talk about myself i think everything is clear they know my names they know my nationality they know uh, they, they know everything about you as you put on your cv so what do i then have to say do i just have to repeat what is on the cv so you look at this walk me through your cv tell me about yourself Tell me a little bit more about your background. Someone will say that. Okay, so to begin with, tell me about yourself. It's a way for the, the, the employer or the interviewer to see how well you can express yourself. That's the first thing. And how well you can articulate the things that matter about you. The things that relate, the things about you that relate to the job that you want to get. This is how you should understand it. Don't think because you had time to write it down on the CV so the employer should understand it and then you don't need to talk about it. No, you should understand that although you have it on your CV, um, you need the ability to say it to communicate it, to articulate the things that you you, you mentioned on your CV. And remember very well, um, if you just go back like three episodes, you will listen to what we discussed last time about writing your CV. Remember we said everything on your CV is like a, a sketch of who you are. It's like a sketch. So uh, it, it gives key points who you are for example you don't have your entire education career there right you don't have your entire work history there right so you're somebody who has one year working experience and you don't have like all your skills listed so usually they want to see whether you are able to pick out the things that are about you and that make you the most suitable candidate for this position and the way you put these things across, the way you communicate them, will give the first impression that employers want to have about you. Because this is what they want. They want somebody that um, they want somebody who fits in the role that they have in the company. So they start by asking, by asking you to talk about yourself. And the way you, especially if it's a job that is. Um, a job that connects with uh, dealing with with the public something like sales marketing something like customer service this kind of job where you have to deal with people out there this aspect is very very important if you're not able to talk about yourself then you won't be able to handle task in the company so you really need to learn uh, to accept this this standard question and question in quotes because I said it's not really a question they just say tell me about yourself and you need to know what they expect you to say and that is the next thing we're going to discuss in this episode now so tell me about yourself if you're thinking about yourself like the your history, your entire history. That's, that sounds like a novel, right? Uh, if you're someone in your 40s and somebody says, tell me about yourself, you feel like, what, a biography of myself? No, that's a lot. That's too much. So what is it that you're going to say about yourself 
what are you going to leave out what are you going to sell because it's like you're selling yourself to the, the interviewers in front of you so there's a simple trick to deal with this you you simply say okay you, you start with your present what are you right now what are you doing right now and then from the present you switch a little bit to how you got to that position what you're doing right now and then from that second step you go to the third step which is like projecting to the future looking uh, at the future like what are you planning to do uh, let's say you get this job so what, what's your plan what's your future plan like where are you heading to so this is a good trick it's a good formula and many professional interview coaches use this formula to tell you how to prepare to answer this question so tell me about yourself you say well um, I am currently the managing director of this, this company um, that's an example uh, I am a human resource manager in ABC company I am a sales supervisor at that 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 so you start the first sentence you state your current position what you are doing right now state it clearly now immediately after that you need to talk about the scope of your current work what, what does that because don't assume that the interviewers understand when you say you're a sales supervisor you think they understand everything you do no they don't so state your current position clearly and explain a little bit around that position what's the scope of your job what are the things that you do what are your day-to-day -day tasks so you can say something like I I overlook a sales team of about 50 sales persons so I, I, I I look into their task, their daily task, and evaluate them. And I have meetings like every Monday to uh, brief them on their sales task for the week. And at the end of the week, every Friday, I have a meeting on which, in which they have to debrief and tell me what they say. And then I make sure that by the end of the month, they attain their sales quarters. That's an example. That's an example. So you don't just say, I'm a sales supervisor right now. No, you have to say that and then you have to explain a little bit more so that people can understand what you actually do. So that's beginning with the present. You begin with the present, what you're actually doing now. And here there's a little problem. There are people who say, uh, in case you don't have a job right now, like you just probably you quit your previous job and so you're just looking for a job now, right? Okay, uh, then you begin in a different way. You have to be honest. Say. Well, currently I am in between jobs. I, I, I quit my previous job two months ago uh, in which I was, see, it's like you're going back to what I was saying. I, I quit my previous job in which I was a sales supervisor and I was in charge of blah, 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 blah. Okay. So you, you, you still, you're honest with the fact that you're not working right now. You've already quit your job, which is, can be a good point because then they know you're really available to start can be a good point and then um, from that you need to roll back a little bit and explain how you got to your current position 
So let me go back to the first example, the example of a salesperson who is supervising uh, a sales team of about 50 people. And remember, I mentioned that every Monday I have meetings to dish out tasks. And then every Friday, I usually get a meeting for all the salespersons to debrief. And then I have to make sure they get to their sales quarter by the end of the month. Okay, now, prior to or before becoming a sales supervisor, now I'm getting into the path, the path that led me to the current position. So before becoming a sales supervisor, I had been working as a salesperson for 15 years. See how it connects. And during my 15 years career as a salesperson, I did that. I did ABC. I, I, you know, I, I helped the sales team expand from 12. Originally, we were 12 salespersons, and today we have about 50% in the sales team. That was all thanks to my contribution, blah, blah, blah. So you are explaining how you got to that position. And sometimes at this point, you can actually mention some of the major challenges that came your way. You can say something like, um, we had uh, serious problems in 2008 when there was the financial crisis and the company was laying off staff. The company almost went bankrupt and the sales team had to be reduced from 20% uh, 20% to maybe 10% by 50%. And I was lucky to be one of the persons that was not laid off and blah, blah, blah. So you can explain the things that how you got to the current position, the challenges that you face. But don't forget to also explain some of the achievements, some of the big moments, successes that you had. If you had a big, a big achievement, like uh, there was a situation where uh, we were expanding our company and so we needed to find a market in a new city and my boss decided to trust me with the task of setting up our sales point in that city it was a very challenging position and i went through a lot of stress but finally i succeeded in establishing a sales point in that city and that's what really um, helped our company to penetrate the market in that city and that has been one of the most successful branches that we have see this is like something that was very challenging to you but you managed to overcome it so this is very very important and you are indirectly selling yourself to your potential employers you are telling them that in case you come across this kind of difficulties in their company you will handle them because you have experience you've done that in the past so you see we've done two steps first your current position and a little bit more explanations about what you do every day and then you step back and say the things that you encountered in the past your journey to where you are today what are the things that you do you know what's your experience what's your background and then from there you move to the third step and the third step is where you land your deal the third step is what's your future like what are you projecting what do you see yourself doing in the next one year two years five years and maybe ten years so what's your plan this is where interviewers are listening very carefully 
so what, where are you going to now? And there you have to say, okay. Uh, and then so, as I said, I am currently looking for a job. I just uh, terminated my contract in my previous company. And you can hear, you can even mention why you quit. You can say, because I really needed a change of environment. I've been there for, I've been there for, for, for two decades. So I feel like the time is right for me to take on new challenges and new environments and new people to work with. Okay, so what's your plan? Your plan now, you say, um, I, I think I think your company is bigger than the company I was working for. So to me, it's uh, it's a bigger challenge to work in a bigger company. I, I, I would like to, to develop my career by working in a bigger company. Our company was a national company and your company is a multinational company. So I think I may have opportunities to deal with markets outside the country. So this is like my my, my, my goal. I'm, I'm looking for higher heights. I want to reach higher heights. Boom. That's it. So to recapitulate on what we have been saying, this topic Tell me about yourself. You should always think of three dimensions. First, you begin with what you're doing right now and the scope, a little bit around it. And then you step back and say how you got to that position. And then you conclude with your plans. And in those plans, you need to make sure that your employers or your interviewers see clearly that those plans connect to what they want. Probably it's a company that is expanding into other countries. You need to show that your plan is in that direction. So in this three-dimensional approach, you have successfully pitched yourself to your interviewers. This is a very, very important topic. And I would like to tell you that um, after you answer this, most interviewers already have about um, their decision about you, their decision whether or not to hire you, it's about 80% made. It's about 80% made. They will probably ask some other questions after that just to confirm the impression they already have in their mind. They, by the time you finish answering this question, talking about yourself, um, they they already know whether you're the kind of person they want or not. Most of them, they know. Then, of course, they will have ask other questions because they want to see whether you're consistent with what you, you, you said, or they want to get more details about something that you mentioned, or they want to, they just want to poke around more, but this is a very, very key uh, topic. So for that much, I think the right thing to do is to practice talking about yourself take time practice talking about yourself don't say this is a simple thing to do what have you noticed I have discussed how to talk about yourself and I didn't mention some kind of details like my age or I am married or I, I live in this 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 place and so on this kind of information is not very important because they have that on your CV remember 
they have that on their CV. It's the first part of your CV, personal information. We discussed that in another episode. So that's not what they want you to repeat. No, they want you to pitch yourself to them. They want you to pitch yourself to them. So, and you will find out that all other strategic questions that we are going to discuss in subsequent episodes, those questions will be more or less connected to this big topic, which is tell me about yourself. We're going to look at questions like, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are the biggest challenges you've ever faced in your career? Um, Why do you want to work for us? Um, What's the, what's your plan? in your career, in your future, do you want to open your own company or you want to keep working for other companies and so on? Uh, how do you handle stress? How do you handle customers and things like that? Um, all these questions, when you look at them in details, you realize that they they connect somehow with the big topic, which is tell me about yourself. So preparing for actual interview questions the first thing you need to do is learn how to talk about yourself learn how to talk about yourself and a very good way to do this is to record yourself and listen to it that's the way to practice it's like you're doing a small mock interview so just turn on the recorder on your phone and start talking about yourself when you finish listen to it and look at the time if you find out that you you use the three-dimensional approach that I discussed and you spend 10 minutes to finish talking about yourself, then you should ask yourself, will the interviewers give me 10 minutes to do that? I guess not. They will hardly give you 10 minutes to spend on that one topic. So you should know something is wrong. You need to know how to, um, to make it shorter. Maybe you said a lot of things, listen to your recording again, you realize that you said a lot of things that were not that necessary. So then you can you can make it shorter. And if after recording your, your answer, you find out it's one minute or two minutes long, then you ask yourself, uh, is it enough? Did I mention enough? Is this good enough? Will this impress the interviewers? And then you can you can practice to elaborate a little bit more. How can you elaborate a little bit more? Maybe giving the best way to elaborate is maybe giving some examples, giving um, specific data like time, place, person, uh, numbers, you know, the amount of something. Maybe uh, how much money did the company make because of something that you did. This can probably increase it to something like three but what what works best i think three minutes to five minutes would be a really good answer because remember sometimes when you go very few interviews have a lot of time to listen to you you know those kind of interviews where there is a long line outside waiting so nobody's going to listen to you give you five minutes just to talk about yourself no they've probably been listening to the same thing from maybe 20 persons and they still have about 30 persons who are going to tell them more or less the same thing that you're saying so you really have to you have to keep them awake you know 
you have to keep them awake with what you say and if it's a boring answer uh, people will probably even start dozing and they don't really or probably they will just cut cut you short and, and move on to the next question so you have to be that kind of talker who knows how to maintain a grip on the listener you have to be able to keep them listening this is why you have to record yourself and practice several several times several times and I did this with one of my students and the results were wonderful because uh, she actually saved the first recording she made which she always says it was horrible and then after practicing and practicing for, for almost a week the final recording that she considered to be like the best one was so 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 different from the first one so it's really a nice game to play nowadays you have recorders on your phone on your computers everywhere you have recorders so it's easy to do that and if you are not courageous enough to do that talk to your brother or your mother or just invite somebody to to do a mock interview because um, other people say that when you're just talking to a recorder mm, you feel comfortable right because you have all the time if you make a mistake you can delete the recording and then start again and so on so sometimes it makes more sense to make it like real you bring in someone to come and sit in front of you like an interviewer and ask you that question and you will feel the tension in talking about yourself for three minutes with that ladies and gentlemen we come to the end of this episode and next episode we will continue with a discussion on other key questions that you need to be able to answer i wish you a very very happy new year i wish you good health i wish you happiness i wish you love and i wish you prosperity and I wish you all the best things in life. This is your regular host, Teacher D, signing off for 2021. And see you in 2022 with many more episodes. Have a wonderful party. Have a wonderful countdown tonight. And bye.